The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This could, it could all go horribly wrong at any minute. And the rubber chicken says... If the Supreme Court keeps ruling the way the Supreme Court's been ruling, it is soon going to feel here like it's 1776. But what would I know? I'm just a rubber chicken. Yes, you are, but you are a very bright rubber chicken. But 1776, we will not be. No, we will not. It is going to be maybe 1956 is what it'll feel like. It's feeling like 1961 around now. Please. Okay, we have not got time for this. We've got to get on with Lewis Black's rant cast. All right. Lewis Black's Rantcast number 88, entitled Bang, Bang, Bang. Happy Fourth of July, because that's what it is. It's the Fourth of July. I'm trying to get this done now so I can get some other things done this week. And I chose the Fourth of July to work it on because uh, it's not fun to wander around New York City on the Fourth of July, to be honest with you. Um, during the day, yes. In the evening, nope. It's uh, It gets cray-cray here as the folks just seem to... Th- to throw uh, firecrackers and, and all other forms of they is they shoot these fireworks off anywhere and everywhere. And it's on the other side of town, and I don't want to go through, and you don't know which street will be kind of look like a war zone because smoke it will be everywhere and rockets will be flying through the air and bang, bang, bang. I'm calling it, I had a better titles for this, um, but if I hadn't picked today to work on, it, I, that's why I chose bang for that. And then all of a sudden, 
We find out today, of course, there's a 4th of July parade. And a mass shooting takes place in Highland Park, Chicago. Hmm? And, oh, uh, they think it could be uh, someone between the ages of 18 and uh, 20. Ah, Oddly enough. Oddly fucking enough, huh? We just go through this nonsense of whether we should raise the age and, oh, what, look what happens. Uh, you know, pay fucking attention. All right? Can some of these people just pay the fuck attention? You're being told by a ton of people who know fucking far better than you do um, that really, that it's not really a good time to be giving kids guns. All right? You know, you want to take them hunting, that's fine, and that's all well and good. But you don't, you don't buy, you certainly don't allow them to purchase guns with the amount of uh, fucking firepower that those guns have and, 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 and the uh, amount of ammunition that you can fire off. Because there were like 50 shots, apparently, immediately, when it, which hit the, which, which were, were out there, okay? 50 f- fucking shots fired. Please, enough is enough. But we go through this every week. And I'm already, I mean, it, it's like it, it, this whole thing. It, we're, we are literally, uh, uh, the, the only infrastructure we have created, as far as I can tell, uh, that, that is that uh, we, have re, we are repaving the road that we are taking to madness. And there were bumps in it, and, it, and we'd have to stop and, wait for the donkeys to cross the road. Not anymore. We got a super fucking highway to, to losing our minds because I mean, I do this, I'm doing this every week and every week I try to get it done early. And then two, you know, like the, last week I finish up and on Wednesday, um, what's her name? Cassidy, uh, comes in and she, uh, she f- f- fucking tells the, uh, Congress, the Congressional January 6th Committee, that, wow, you know, apparently uh, he, um, uh, our fearless leader, uh, really was uh, wanted to get down there and wanted to, to go to the Capitol and was knew that these people were armed. And uh, fact after fact after fact, um, things that she actually was privy to and uh, apparently could remember and had the courage to talk about. And it's not even people talking about courage. It's what you do. Okay, it is courageous because of the amount of fucking blowback at this point and the amount of people who are yelling and screaming that they're going to they're going to do something. And as soon as someone is told it it does that fucking not put them in jail for a year. Someone who threatens someone, you you know, with violence, you say, that's it. Tough shit. You did it. We've got it. Forget it. You're in you're in the fucking jail. We've got plenty of people in jail for far, far fucking less. You know, and the dominoes are filling in. That's what we had a domino here and had a domino there. And now we've had this this young girl. She's 26. Maybe she's the only one with a memory. Maybe Mark Meadows has dementia. Wouldn't that be a better thing for Mark Meadows to have claimed? Instead of saying, well, you know, I can't really do this, if, you know, I, due to executive privilege. Fuck you. Fuck you. You can't. There's no executive privilege when the executive has no privilege and doesn't get rights to the privilege because he blew it. He blew it because he, 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 he couldn't handle losing and had to do everything that was in his power to, uh, to basically undermine 
our system of government. Okay. And it's that simple. And you watched it up front, Meadows. So the least you could have said was, well, I really didn't know because I was losing my fucking mind. I had dementia. That's acceptable. That's something we could live with. And and it it, it, Cassidy, I should get her name correct, Hutchison. I had it right. I should trust myself. Cassidy Hutchinson. Bless her. And the dominoes fall. The dominoes keep falling, and the other dominoes are the dominoes of the, you know, uh, oh, here's the Supreme Court ruling. Oh, here's here's uh, the fact that we can't fucking, people are leaving to fly away on July 4th, and thousands are stranded. Thousands, thousands, thousands are stranded in airports. All these flights. And, and boy, oh boy, you know, and you got that, you put that together with uh, 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 the... Um, the fact that, you know, we, we, the fuel costs continue to rise. Um, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the fucking uh, monkey box is coming through. It's just one thing after the fuck other. Yeah, so these airlines, uh, really remarkable. I'm so glad that we trust uh, corporations over the federal government or any government. Well, those people don't know what they're doing. Well, have you watched what any of these other companies have done? Um, in, in the response to the pandemic, the money that they were given, the way in which they've set up to when we returned, huh? Fucking, you know, the major lesson that can be learned from this, and I keep, I've been screaming this for a long fucking time and nobody listens and rightfully so. Why should they? Um, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly not someone who has got a, a billion degrees in a, in, a, in a variety of stuff, but it's just common fucking sense to me. It's 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 not whether it's a government that uh, or the or the the corporation. Uh, it's the people in it that matter, and the people running these airlines, every one of them, every one of them, without even it literally no foresight whatsoever, none whatsoever. These are the people we're supposed to. This is like it's what you expect from your government, but you don't from the corporation. And that's why you need, <laughs> that's why you need federal regulation, whether you fucking like it or not. It's why you need it. Do they overstep sometimes? Yes, they do. But when it comes to the basics of it, no. You need the feds there to regulate. Mm-hmm. And they regulate air travel. And maybe they might have been nice if they advised a little and said, uh, you know, we're giving you this money, but you better be fucking ready. And if you're not ready, we're going to take that money back. Because they use that money to just fucking... I'm sure they use it. Well, they used it in all sorts of ways that certainly didn't help on this July 4th weekend. All right? And it, and how, how long is this going to be? They ask Pete Buttigieg. Well, it's another... You know, we're, 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 you're pushing in the right direction. We, you know, could be done by you. By, the, by which holiday? Huh? Not by Labor Day. That's not... For, and Thanksgiving? Maybe if you're lucky. Christmas? Ha, ha, ha. Good luck by then. And who knows with whatever the, wherever the pandemic levels are at and how much people can travel. It's, and the people who just got fucked out of their July 4th travel will be wanting to do it again in September. It's, uh, people, are, uh, people need to get the fuck out. And the airline should have been prepared for it. And you have federal regulatory agencies like the EPA who needed to keep their power and got fucked in the ass by a Supreme Court 
that literally has no goddamn sense of the world around it. None. They're, 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 they burrowed into that constitution as if it were a time machine so that they can, no, you don't get to pull this shit. All right. We have federal regulatory agencies because otherwise it would all be left up to the states. And so you need a food and drug administration so you're not scarfing down things and you need the agricultural department so you're not. And, you know, and so that when listeria hits, you need to be able to have someone overseeing. You need to be someone needs to oversee business. That's the deal, whether you fucking like it or not. And this pandemic has proven that. Again and again, we prove that point. All right? I'm not saying that you 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 don't limit how the government oversight, but God damn it, you certainly allow the feds to regulate a corporation because time and again, you know, cigarette manufacturers, the vape fuckers, um, opioid the drugs, the the the, uh, the ones who create our uh, our pharmaceuticals, you've got to keep every one of them breaks they break rule after fucking rule after fucking rule. And we don't have enough fuckers to keep up with them. And the IRS does not have enough fuckers to keep up with the people. Why not allow that too? I, you know, to say that the IRS can't do what the IRS does? What the fuck is the matter with you? The Supreme Court cannot be um, creating social policies, all right? Uh, and uh, the, uh, the liberals will always see that the conservatives are doing it, and the conservatives will see the liberals are doing it. But this time, there's no denying it. This is the most conservative, according to the New York Times. So I know that a lot of you are, well, what does that mean? It means a lot because you have to present a resume to write things. And it was written by a, a, a pretty bright writer. So uh, the court's terms was its most conservative. This court's term was its most conservative since 1931. And imagine how conservative it was in 1931. That's like a punchline to a joke I haven't written. And I don't think I will ever know how to write it. And if I do, I can retire and, and, and get on with other things. And, the, and, the, um, and then the, I didn't even get to the thing with the, uh, <laughs> because I missed it, the, the, the ruling that it was okay for the football coach to, to bring the, the team together at midfield after the game, I guess it was, and pray. No. At a public high school? No. It's called separation of church and state. And I, and stop trying to push this. Please. It's, it's a really, it's important. It was one of the really important things about the establishment of our government was that separation. And, uh, and, and to allow this to occur and to not think that uh, someone who uh, the kid who doesn't participate is not going to feel a lot of pressure that he's, he should participate. The one who doesn't want to, now, please, of course he is. You don't, you know, do it later. Nobody's saying you want to do, do it later after school at a church. Those of you, but it's, it's a Christian. I bet it's, it, it wasn't a non-sectarian. And if there were, you know, it's a football team, so I, you never know how many Jews run. My mother would let me play. <laughs> You're not trying up for football, they'll kill you. And she's probably right. Um, but uh, I don't know how many Jews were on the team or Muslims. 
or those who were, you know, uh, who were not given any background of religion at home, which is fine because we get to do that. So that when they go to school, they're not kind of like, oh, you're a piece of shit because you don't believe in God. And they gather at midfield and they pray to Jesus, probably, please. You know they prayed to Jesus. So it was Neil Gorsuch writing for the majority who said that uh, the prayers of the coach were protected by the First Amendment uh, and that the school district had erred and they they suspended him for this, for this practice. It's not, he's not protected by the First Amendment, okay? You can't say that freedom of speech protects the, uh, the, the fact that the church should then be a part of the state. No. No, prayer is not considered freedom of speech. You get to do that where you pray, at a church. And that's where you should have invited the kids. And they all could have gone down there. All the Christian kids and anybody else who was interested, all right, who was looking to maybe, you know, get a better spot on the bench near the coach. It's fucking, it's beyond my comprehension at this point, considering that was one of the things Initially, when it was the Lord's Prayer was kind of sent out of the school system. And that was that was where the breakdown began. That's when it all began, when we stopped doing that. Or as I used to call it, it was uh, it was in elementary school. It was like the uh, elementary school cup of coffee. With, you know, our Father who art in heaven. So by the time you finished it, you, you realized you were awake. Whew. But, you know, all this stuff. We're heading right back to where I, where I was when I was just a kid. Get it all back there. It'll all be black and white. We'll not have color TVs. Um, it's just extraordinary. We are going to be spending billions to protect ourselves from our own insanity. And don't think we won't be. We're, it's already started. Uh, in Texas, they filed suit immediately, uh, and, and, and rightfully so, over uh, what was you know, whether to institute Texans, Texas abortion law, and they'll start fighting it all over again on the state level. And there are trigger laws and stuff that will be fought, and um, and then there will be billions that are spent. It's billions and billions of dollars are going to be spent doing this. They could be well spent in better taking care of the children that are already, uh, who already need that help, and the mothers and the families that need that help. But no, let's let's fight it out over the over whether um, whether a woman has a right to choose, which we'd already decided. Let's 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 not, you know, really uh, trust our decision making process of years ago. Let's really get down to what's important. And that's that's filing suits. Yes, sir. bomb and in vitro fertilization. There'll be suits over that. And uh, and you can't say I mean, to say to certain, you know, that they're there will be suits over the fact of rape and incest, and there has to be exceptions there. It's it, it, If you have a child, just send them to law school. Send them to the, uh, the, the, the pro-choice law school or send them to the, uh, um, you know, uh, pro-life law school, okay? And your kid will be bringing home the bacon, and, can, and you won't have to worry about whether to take away your Social Security because your kid is going to be rolling in it especially if you can get something that works in six or seven states and get a whole passel of lawyers working together. Mm -hmm. We are certainly celebrating today, aren't we? We are celebrating our independence, celebrating our 
independence from our sanity. We've done a magnificent job of, of leaving sanity behind and moving to the truly into the, the realm of the insane. Well, it's time to wrap things up. Yes, sir, Bob, I can, uh, my uh, imaginary stage manager is uh, giving me the high sign and fuck you too. Uh, as we come to you out of the beautiful cable access studio I've established here in New York, New York, sparing, sparing no expense, um, really. Uh, I, I have to say that it was, uh, I missed most on, uh, this July 4th. I don't miss the fucking fireworks. Okay. No, but I miss the fact that normally there is barbecue somewhere that day and it, I didn't get to it. I did not get to the barbecue. And, and that, in a sense, uh, is, just leaves me bereft. Uh, I, it is a huge part of my understanding, uh, the, the, the whole idea of, of uh, the declaring independence, you know, because of what I declare on that day is independence from any sense of health. Just leave it behind. Get me that. Get me those ribs. Get me that uh, b- b- pork. Get me whatever it is that you can throw onto those beautiful briquettes and create magic. So maybe sometime this summer, you know, I can get. I'll I'll, I'll find it out there. I'll find it out there. And I also uh, I, I neglected to uh, to bring up the ten thousand dollars that were offered to the passengers on a Delta flight, I think leaving out of uh, Washington state flying up to Alaska. They were offering $10,000 a seat. It was overbooked and uh, eight seats, $80,000. Okay. That's, that's some sharp thinking. That's 80,000 bucks. That's probably what, you know, you could have, uh, it's a down payment on hiring another pilot. All right. Or uh, at least uh, trying to, uh, to maybe uh, get away for a weekend, uh, the uh, the folks in charge and having a discussion about maybe raising the age of uh, of pilots, uh, you know, even two years, three years, if you don't want to raise it to seventy, okay, figure out how far they can fly, how far can a, they fly up until then, okay? Can they can they can somebody at the age of seventy get, get you know fly for an hour and a half, please? So. Uh, $80,000. Oh man. Go and imagine going to the airport, winning that lottery. You could have spent the 10,000 and had a vacation in, in fucking Washington state. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, and a lot of barbecue. Uh, before I go, something, uh, special, of course. Uh, I don't know if you heard this. I'm, I, many may have, uh, I consider my audience to be really remarkably brighter than I am and certainly more up uh, on social media than I am. And, um, but uh, this, this I saw uh, along the way this week, and uh, it's summarized nicely here. The GOP representative, GOP rep, representative, representative, representative. Okay, got it. She's a representative. Mary Miller hailed the Supreme Court's reversal of Roe as a historic victory for white life. White life. (laughs) 
white life at a Trump rally in Illinois. The crowd and Trump applauded. Of course they did. Miller later clarified that she meant to say right to life. Right to life. White life, right to life. Uh, I don't know how close they are. It was just a slip of the tongue. It was just uh, your brain going, uh, uh, that's what I really think. It's that thing of like, what do they call it? The, uh, it's what was really on your mind. Um, and um, I'm glad you felt the need to share it with us because it truly is, uh, it truly is um, a historic victory for white life. <laughs> You couldn't, have, you couldn't have said it better, Mary. And uh, for uh, and certainly, and, for, and you're a woman. Okay, well, what do, you know? You can't share feelings. What am I going to do? <laughs> it's, but I don't get it. Uh, that right to choose. Well, so it goes here. Is hoping that this week is a great one for you all. Uh, I think you're going to enjoy this uh, group of um, rants that were put together because uh, they're really from the ones we left at the side of the road as we were rolling along uh, over the past year. And, and even before that, uh, I continue to collect rants that I, because I, it really, with 20 minutes, I'm not able to get to them all. Hopefully we'll catch up with some of yours. Hopefully one of yours is on there uh, today. And if not, let me just tell you, um, it could turn up and, uh, uh, begun to uh, to put the work in on. Uh, so I've got some friends helping me out on this to to put the work in on uh, a book of, of rants. So um, uh, we'll see how that goes, and if we can start to get that out there. Uh, I can't thank you enough for your contribution to making this show, uh, this rant cast, uh, what it is. You're the backbone of it, and uh, and I can't thank you enough. Please take care of each other. It's the most important thing. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here we go. We've got some uh, rants to catch up on. There are a ton of them. And I uh, hope to get through a ton of them. And uh, I will once I stop going on Twitter because then I start reading that stuff and then I get nuts. So uh, hopefully I can avoid that more today. Today was the day that the Supreme Court decision came out. So I'm a little, I'm a little edgy. And if I scream more than normal, I think you'll know why. Oh, God. <laughs> But thanks for sending these in. Um, always a pleasure. Seriously, always a pleasure. And uh, let it rip. Okay, Phil Lane. I'm a therapist and I'd like to rant about how telehealth is starting to drive me nuts. It's one thing to listen to people's trauma all day. It's a whole different thing to be vicariously traumatized while wearing your favorite flannel pajama pants. And then... When work is over, there's no commute home to wish you'd drive into a goddamn bridge abutment. You literally walk into the next room and your whole house is dripping with feelings and emotion. I don't need that shit. I don't need any help traumatizing myself. Boy, do I know that one. (laughs) I think we all do. Thanks for sharing, Phil. I'm going to read a few of the rants that came in the uh, the night I shot the special in uh, Huntington, Long Island at the Paramount. Um, we didn't get to read them that night because, well, uh, I had the special that I was doing in Huntington. And so we didn't, uh, we, we, we weren't going to put that on the special. But I'm going to do it now. Here they go. From N.S., uh, I'm on a train to see your show in Huntington, and the guy across from me is telling his date how women have to uphold moral values because men are by nature incapable when it comes to sex. Ergo, women have to be more moral. I've been sending her intense eye messages to get away, or at the very least, not to fuck this knuckle-dragging piece of shit ever. I can't believe 
that this has to be said in 2022, but women are not responsible for where you guys put your dicks. Thank you for being a part of my PSA campaign. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure. (laughs) And well put. And true. And speaking of the fuck you (laughs) fan club, uh, from Ray G. Lewis, I'm in one of the fuck you club seats for your special. You're a bucket item list for me, and I'm super excited to be here. I joined the Fuck You Club, and buying tickets was a breeze. Two things. First, why in the fuck isn't there any merch? I mean, what the fuck? But we just didn't have time to get it there, and uh, it, I, I didn't want to put somebody out there and have them deal with it. It was, uh, it was really about doing the special, and I'm sorry to have disappointed you with not bringing the merch in, Ray. Uh, second thing, political division. Why in the fuck, fuck, are people divided? Black, brown, white, Democrat, Republican. Why don't people look around and say, what the fuck has the government done for our country? No, instead they get caught up in bullshit and hate each other. So many people struggling regardless of their race or skin color. Why the fuck is the government fucking with women too? Huh? Why in the motherfucking fuck? Hey, why the fuck, huh, is this going on? It's not the government's business. The world is upside down. If only we united as United States citizens. But no, instead we hate and divide due to political parties and other bullshit. Politicians are rich or become rich once elected while we're fucked with 5 to $13 a gallon gas. Huh? What in the shit fuck is wrong with people? Unite U.S. citizens, huh? And stop being so fucking stupid. Anyway, love you, and thanks for making me laugh and channeling all the bullshit about what's wrong with this country, let alone the world. Last thing, fuck Putin. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Ray. Um, Yes, sir, it's, uh, uh, we're fucked with five. I don't know if Ray meant $5.13 gas or five to $13 <laughs> a gallon gas, which it may be on Long Island. They drive a lot out there. From Joseph Johnson, dear Lewis, I need to vent. Fuck. He's fucking gun nuts. Okay. You know what? If ketchup killed 11 kids and then less than a week later, he killed 24 more kids somewhere else. I think it would be good by fucking ketchup. Well, for a week or two folks, I mean, at least. They would have had what's called a ketchup recall. And what do we do in a recall? We recall things back to the fucking company. But no, they love their ketchup, don't they? Mm-hmm. But I love my ketchup on my burger. I say, you know what else? Fuck you. Grow a set of fucking tomatoes and make your own, you fucking pussy. But they're all special. They're really fucking special, especially these lunatic tomato ketchup loving fucking lovers, huh? And their fucking ketchup colored tomato red hats. Their response would be, fine, we'll make our own ketchup, but don't come crawling to us when you need some. But you know what my response to that is? I don't eat fucking ketchup, you fucking army of Heinz pushing weirdos. That's it. It's an interesting take, Joseph. (laughs) 
I'm sure Heinz will be pleased. Thomas Sosby is um, Sosby. I hope I got that right, Thomas. Why can't my university give me my goddamn diploma when I graduate instead of a cheap plastic fuck diploma holder? You think I'm going to drop my pants on stage as I shake hands with the department head? I just gave you assholes four years of my life and $50,000. Give me my shit so I can go home. Congratulations on graduating, Thomas, and uh, I hope all goes well for you out there. And I hope you got your diploma. I've never heard that. A diploma holder, is that like a napkin? What the hell, a napkin holder? What the fuck is a diploma holder? Oh, well. Another mystery of life. Thank you, Jessica McKay, for this. Dear Lewis, every time there's a tragedy in the news, people scream and whine about there's no human decency left in the world. They invent fantasies about how these kinds of atrocities would never have happened in older, simpler times. Really? Hmm? I can't remember the last time anyone wished they were born when the Aztecs were attacking neighboring villages looking for people to sacrifice to their vengeful rain gods or reminiscing about getting drowned in a cenote so the drought would go away. Nobody hearkens back to the time when the Mongols got the plague and were too sick to fight, but they still wanted to kill every last man, woman, and child in the city they were besieging, so they catapulted their dead over the walls. Nobody talks about child labor in the 1800s, kids working 12 to 16 hours a day and sometimes dropping dead from exhaustion or getting mangled by the machines. Nobody given a flying fuck. Yet people insist this is the worst time to be alive. They suggest our decadence is responsible for our lack of humanity. We should abandon our air-conditioned homes and go live off the land again when things were fucking wonderful. Well, I got news for all you ignoramuses. This is the best humanity's ever done. Of course it's hanging by a fucking thread. We haven't lost our humanity. We never had it. If you fuckers would actually take the goddamn time to study history instead of looking at Norman Rockwell paintings and thinking they depict real life, you'd see that things keep getting better. Your friend, Jessica McKay. <laughs> it's hard to see that these things are getting better. When we live in a shitstorm, but I know what you, I think you made a valid point, Jessica. And I did not know that the Mongols threw their dead over the walls. What a wacky group of fucks, huh? Here's Adam Belson's rant. Let's be clear. We have a group of power-hungry politicians, basically old white men, who govern by the fucking Bible. That will stop at nothing to make sure they control a woman's body and tell someone else who they can love. Because it says so in their stupid fucking useless book. Okay, yet they sit back and do nothing to prevent the murder of children, minorities, and basically all innocent victims. Well, here's a fucking newsflash for you. This world is not going to get better because you say one of your precious fucking prayers or offer your empty, thoughtless, and emotionless condolences. It's going to get better with action and accountability. So I'll say it louder for you folks in the back, you know, Mitch and friends, uh -huh. fucking do something.
I don't give a flying rat's ass if you want to own a gun to hunt, target shoot for recreation, blow off steam at the range because your boss is a fucking dingbat twat waffle or whatever. I, I am all for responsible gun ownership, but you empty-headed politicians are too fucking high and mighty to see that there needs to be federal standards for background checks and maybe, oh, just maybe, not allow certain guns like assault rifles to be sold to any Tom, Dick, Harry, and Kay Ivy that wants one, huh? And that's why parents will keep having to make funeral arrangements for their own children. This is not a Republican or Democrat thing, okay? So let's not go there. This is about saving lives. So let's ask Mitch and the gang, what will happen when the next victim is their grandchild? Think it won't happen to you? My wife is a fifth grade teacher and my twin daughters are turning 10 in October. What do you think I'm worried about every day? Hmm? Even here in quiet Western Massachusetts, I still worry. Fucking act. Don't open your mouth. Just fucking do something. Hearing you read this, he ends, this will mean the world to me. Adam, I'll be up in uh, your neck of the woods, I think. You're in Northampton, and um, hopefully I will see you. We'll try to work something out, okay? Um, Thanks for sharing. Two 10-year-olds and a wife who's a teacher. It does. I, I think about it now when I'm out. I think about, oh, being in New York and a couple of other places. I think, oh, well, what would happen if? Should I be paying attention more? Should I keep an eye out? What if? What if? What if? Yeah. The wife and teaching and two kids, that's tough. Rattles us. Rattles you, obviously. Thanks for getting that off your chest. This ranter shall go unnamed. I am writing to tell you about my daughter. I've been wanting to write to you about her ever since you read the letter by that female sailor in the Navy who was violated by an officer. That totally sickened me. And I thought my daughter's story would interest you. My daughter is an engineer working for a company in San Diego that does top secret work for the Navy's submarines. I have no idea what she actually does. I just know that she's often around Navy personnel. Several months ago, she had to take a trip to Bahrain with her boss and a Navy commander. I did the usual mom thing and emailed her the information that I found online about proper female attire in Bahrain. I forgot that she goes through special training for overseas travel, (laughs) but I digress. She was hanging out with her boss and the commander at the hotel bar after a long day of travel before her meetings the next day. They were discussing where they were going to meet the next day when the commander looked at my daughter, who was blonde, blue-eyed, and very much in shape, and said, I'll be expecting you to come to my room so we can discuss this further. He made her skin crawl. She was wearing her wedding ring, and she's married to a woman, for Christ's sake. She just looked him in the eyes and sternly said, nope. I won't, and proceeded to ask her boss to walk her to her room. 
The whole rest of the trip was very uncomfortable for her. And when she got home, she called me quite upset about it still. I suggested she report this to her human resources office. And to her surprise, they called her to ask her about it because her boss had already reported it. They supported her completely and helped her through the process of reporting this to the Navy. She had to meet with, an, uh, with the IG in charge of that naval base and give an official statement and then write it all out. Her boss was a witness, and he had to do the same. After several months of being afraid that something bad was going to happen to her as a result, or even worse, nothing at all would happen, she finally heard from the Navy that Commander was forced to retire. He still got all of his benefits, unfortunately, but at least he will never have women working with him in government projects ever again. I know it's not the kind of rant you usually get. I just wanted to let you know that sometimes, sometimes the regular people win. All my love to you and your mom. And thank you very much. And I won't say your name. Thank you. And my mom thanks you. And it's nice to know that regular people can win. This comes to us from Steve Mullis. Or it could be Mulis. I'm going to go with Mullis. I hope I didn't screw things up, Steve. Not your last name. That's it. I'm going to have to have people actually uh, phoneticize. Put them in phonetics for me. Because... Uh, a lot of these, I've just kind of, it could be one way or the other, and it, both would make sense, sometimes five different ways. We live in a very diverse country, and that's the good news. Dear Lewis, I'm a veteran, and while I do appreciate people saying thank you for your service, I don't think most understand what we have done or are doing for our country. My particular issue is the way veterans are treated by a country whose leaders say, we will take care of you for your service. Bullshit. You are full of shit. So much so that your eyes are brown now. Our VA system is the fucking worst. You have to wait months to be seen. And when you do, it's in and out and then wait for them to decide if you need treatment. If you do, holy shit, you will wait to even be seen to schedule treatment that will be at an even later date for you to wait for. And don't even fucking think about calling to reschedule because you'll really get fucked then. And if you're disabled, oh, they get to decide if you are truly disabled. Seriously? I was seen and tested at one of our fine BA centers for my hearing. And even though I'm almost a death now in one year, I was determined to be 10% disabled in hearing. I mean, fuck. One year works right. And then you have to sit there and go through everything that could have caused your hearing loss. Are you shitting me? Oh, I don't know how loud guns, maybe shit blowing up. And I was in before we or they knew what hearing protection was. And that was a joke, like a piece of foam in my ear was going to stop noise. Then there's my back. I fell seven decks, seven fucking decks. Or for you that don't know what a deck is, seven floors. I finally get seen for the constant pain in my lower back. And after their wonderful doctor and a review board who took a look at it, it's not service 
related. Are you shitting me? Are you fucking serious? Let's see. I fell seven decks on a U.S. Navy ship while on duty. Sounds pretty fucking service related to me. Then I'm told, well, you can appeal. Holy shit. I'll be dead before that hearing comes around. And this is just a small fraction of the bullshit we get from our leaders who say, we in our country care about you. Mm-hmm. We care about you and your service. No, you fucking don't. Stop fucking saying it. You don't. You fucking don't. No, the fuck you don't. You are the same fucking people who say that. And then in 2018, passed a fucking law that says in order to keep the wonderful care you provide us, now we have to pay for it annually or we lose it. Are you shitting me? You turned over all our health care to a civilian medical company and we have to pay to keep it or we lose it? Are you fucking nuts? So stop, just stop saying you will take care of us because it's just fucking bullshit. At this same fine VA establishment I was at, I and six other vets saw a homeless vet come in who was disabled and asked to be taken care of and a place for the night. Turned down by a nurse who said, make an appointment. The guy looked like his world was gone. Nothing left. Well, all of us there walked up to the nurse and told her, you fucking call whoever the hell you have to, but you damn well better find this man a bed for the night and take care of him because we are staying right here until you do. Being surrounded by a bunch of pissed off vets is a motivational reason to get it done. You have homeless vets all over this country and you're telling me you were taking care of the vets? No, the fuck you're not. Uh Uh-uh. No, the fuck you're not. You want real change. I mean, real fucking change in the VA system. I'll tell you how to do it. Put a veteran in charge. Not some fucking appointed lackey who's never served and thinks they know what the fuck is going on or a retired officer or someone who loves power or the or a hell of a paycheck. Put a real veteran who's served in the shit, been in the shit, seen the shit, and has seen how totally fucked up the system is. Then you'll see some shit get done because we don't fuck around, okay? Why the hell do you think this country is free? Because we don't fuck around. We get it done. So as not to be a total dick, I and every veteran served because we believed in our country and what we were doing. Shouldn't our country believe in us and keep their promise to us to take care of us? Hmm? After all, we sacrificed for you. We kept you free and we never complained or said it's too tough. We just did it because we believed in our country. So next time you thank a vet for his or her service, think about what you're saying. Think about it. You don't know what we have seen or been through. I'll tell you this. We are never the same. We are all are a little broken. And we all left a little of ourselves out there. I served in the first Gulf War, and you are never the same after that. So if you see a homeless vet, buy him or her a meal. Give them a blanket or a jacket or even a pillow. We weren't always like this. 
One time, we were proud. We served for you. U.S. Navy retired and proud of it. Thank you, Steve. That was well put. I try to talk about that. I always feel like it's so ludicrous to say thank you for your service. I mean, we don't do enough, and I think you've said it way, way better than I ever have. And I really appreciate you sending that in. And uh, then, of course, immediately go, well, thank you for your service. I'm sorry. Um, that's a, it was wonderful for you to share that. And not easy, I'm sure. But I hope you got it off your chest and feel a bit better. Um, it, just amazing. Just amazing what we do. From Stacy Sims. This one is quick and to the point. Graduation costs, seriously? We've spent thousands over the last 13 years to put a kid through school, and now, and now, over $400 for cap and gown, 25 invitations, some random crap she will never use, and a souvenir tassel? What the fuck? For that price, you should come with booze. Stacy, everything that costs more than it weighs should should come with booze. Actually, everything should come with booze. Even if you're just shopping for like a couple of, get a couple of bags of grocery, they should say, here, take some booze home. <laughs> Thanks, Stacy. And this comes to us from Alan Bram. So when did wedding showers become co-ed? Wedding showers are for females only. Men do not care one fucking bit about what a bride is getting for her wedding day. It is a total waste of time for any male to attend a bridal shower. It's ridiculous. huh? I would rather be at home watching a fly walk up a drape or a moth dying on a bulb. People, please, let's go back to the way it was. Women attend bridal showers. Men attend bachelor parties. End of story. P.S. I don't care what your fucking color scheme is, ladies. It's all fine with us. <laughs> I'm glad it's fine with you, Alan. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. I must, did you go to one, Alan, and then just finally realized it was insane? Um, but, but thank you. I'd like to end today with a rant from Dirk Kroon. It seems uh, apropos, and thank him for his kind words at, at the beginning. Uh, I agree with the second half of his sentence, but but the very first half, I'm not sure he's really right on. And I know from my Twitter feed that there are a ton of people uh, who would disagree. But thank you for the kind words, Dirk. And let's roll it, Lewis. Stop babbling. Good day, Lewis. First off, I would like to thank you for your rants as they provide one of the few sane insights into the Pandora's box of insanity whose lid is opening ever wider and wider, revealing the end of humanity through the extinguishing of rational, abstract thought. Secondly, I would like to confess to my Canadian nationality and citizenship, so what I have to say must be taken in that context, and of course, I will reflectively say, sorry, 
But what the fuck is wrong with your country? Guns, politics, Christians, women's rights, LGBTQ+, medical care, racism. You have elements of your society that fetishizes devices that have only one purpose, and that is to kill other humans. Your political system is primitive at best and will ultimately lead to an authoritarian state if civil war doesn't break out first. You have a dangerously large portion of Christians who believe in a literal translation of a holy writ that was written as poetry before the advent of science and widespread literacy. You are turning back the clock on women's rights and nullifying the rights of alternate gender expressions. Your for-profit medical system exacerbates ill health and poverty instead of alleviating it. And the racist undercurrent of your culture has yet to grapple with the multiple genocidal pushes of varying success on African, indigenous, and Hispanic populations. Seriously, what the fuck is wrong with you people? You're right, Lewis. People outside of your country truly can't believe what is going on in yours. And it is scaring the shit out of me. It's getting so bad that our prime minister wants to ban handguns because of what happens in your country, because just guess where all the illegal weapons are coming from. Hmm? And the answer isn't Central American gangs coming up to Canada because they like the snow or Russians sneaking through Alaska because Sarah Palin couldn't get a good beat on them with their hunting rifle slash machine gun. Our multi-party politicians are forced to debate each other in parliament, but don't hate each other enough to not go out for a beer together after. Our churches understand the separation of church and state. And none of our politicians have gassed a crowd so that they could hold a Bible upside down for craving political opportunity in front of a building they would otherwise never go into. Margaret Atwood wrote The Handmaid's Tale, you know. Gay marriage was legalized 10 years before your country and heart surgery won't bankrupt me or my children or grandchildren or which other relatives are made to pay in the land of the free. Yes, we also have a racist past, but are confronting it and addressing it in a conversation that will take a long time. But at least our response isn't the deranged ravings about replacement by some low-rent carnival barker on a cable news network. But really, Lou, what the fuck is wrong with you people? It is my hope. And I say this with all seriousness, as sad and as heartless as it may sound, but keep that shit to yourself. Everyone outside your country knows what American exceptionalism means. And it is nothing close to what you think it is. Dirk, Ontario, Canada, the true North, strong, and free. Thank you, Dirk. Um, I keep screaming that uh, 
other countries watch us and the other countries wonder what the fuck is going on. And, um, I'm, and you said it very, very well. And there are a lot of folks out there who were, uh, in countries around the world who I believe would agree with Dirk and, uh, would have, uh, even more to say probably. Um, and, uh, really wonder about us because we do, I'm serious. We do look, uh, deranged, uh, to the rest of the world. It's too bad. It's too bad. Thanks to all of you for listening to my rant cast. If you have a rant you want to get off your chest, send it in to me at lewisblack.com forward slash live. You can think of it as therapy or whatever you want to think of it as. Just let it rip. And I want to thank the true stars of our show, the ranters and the splendid rants they gave us. Lewis Black's Rantcast was created and hosted by me. Aha, Lewis Black. Our live rant audio was produced by James Salter. Our theme song by Chris Lane. Executive producer, Ben Brew. Executive producers, Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.